Act Four of The Comedy of Errors by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, A Public Place. Enter Second Merchant, Angelo, and an Officer you know since pentecost the sum is due and since i have not much importuned you nor now i had not but that i am bound to persia and want gilders for my voyage therefore make present satisfaction or i'll attach you by this officer even just the sum that i do owe to you is growing to me by antipholus and in the instant that i met with you he had of me a chain at five o'clock i shall receive the money for the same Pleaseth you walk with me down to his house. I will discharge my bond and thank you too. Enter Antiphilus of Ephesus and Dromio of Ephesus from the courtesans. That labor may save you. See where he comes. While I go to the goldsmith's house, go thou and buy a rope's end. That will I bestow among my wife and her confederates for locking me out of my doors by day. But soft, I see the goldsmith. Get thee gone, buy thou a rope, and bring it home to me. I buy a thousand pound a year. I buy a rope. Exit. A man is well hope up that trusts to you. I promise at your presence and the chain. But neither chain nor goldsmith came to me. But like you thought our love would last too long if it were chained together, and therefore came not. Saving your merry humor. Here's the note how much your chain weighs to the utmost carat. The fineness of the gold and chargeful fashion which doth amount to three odd ducats more than i stand debted to this gentleman i pray you see him presently discharged for he is bound to see and stays but for it i am not furnished with the present money besides i have some business in the town good signor take the stranger to my house and with you take the chain and bid my wife disperse the sum on the receipt thereof Perchance I will be there as soon as you. Then you will bring the chain to her yourself? No, bear it with you, lest I come not time enough. Well, sir, I will. Have you the chain about you? And if I have not, sir, I hope you have, or else you may return without your money. Nay, come, I pray you, sir, give me the chain. Both wind and tide stays for this gentleman. I, to blame, have held him here too long. Good Lord, you use this dalliance to excuse your breach of promise to the porpentine. I should have you chid for not bringing it. But, like a shrew, you first begin to brawl. The hour steals on. I pray you, sir, dispatch. You hear how he importunes me the chain. Why, give it to my wife and fetch your money. Come, come, you know I gave it you even now. Either send the chain or send me by some token. Fine, now you run this humor out of breath. Where's the chain? I pray you, let me see it. My business cannot brook this dalliance. Good sir, say whether you'll answer me or no. If not, I'll leave him to the officer. I answer you. What should I answer you? The money that you owe me for the chain. I owe you none till I receive the chain. You know I gave it you half an hour since. You gave me none. You wrong me much to say so. 
You wrong me more, sir, in denying it. Consider how it stands upon my credit. Well, officer, arrest him at my suit. I do, and charge you in the Duke's name to obey me. This touches me in reputation. Either consent to pay this sum for me, or I attach you by this officer. Consent to pay thee that I never had? Arrest me, foolish fellow, if thou darest. Here is thy fee. Arrest him, officer. I would not spare my brother in this case, if he should scorn me so apparently. I do arrest you, sir. You hear the suit. I do obey thee till I give thee bail. But, sirrah, you shall buy this sport as dear as all the metal in your shop will answer. Sir, sir, I will have law in Ephesus to your notorious shame. I doubt it not. Enter Dromio of Syracuse from the bay. Master, there is a bark of Epidamnum that stays but till her owner comes aboard, and then, sir, she bears away. Our fortage, sir, I have conveyed aboard, and I have bought the oil, the balsamum, and aquavitae. The ship is in her trim, the merry wind blows fair from land. They stay for naught at all but for their owner, master, and yourself. How now, a madman? Why, thou peevish sheep, what ship of Epidamnum stays for me? A ship you sent me to, to hire waftage. Thou drunken slave, I sent thee for a rope, and told thee to what purpose and what end. You sent me for a rope's end as soon. You sent me to the bay, sir, for a bark. I will debate this matter at more leisure, and teach your ears to list me with more heed. To Adriana, villain, hie thee straight. Give her this key, and tell her in the desk that's covered o'er with Turkish tapestry there is a purse of ducats. Let her send it. Tell her I am arrested in the street, and that shall bail me. Hide thee, slave, be gone. On, officer, to prison till it come. Exeunt second merchant, Angelo, officer, and Antiphilus of Ephesus. To Adriana? That is where we dined, where Dousabel did claim me for her husband. She is too big, I hope, for me to compass. Thither I must, although against my will, for servants must their master's minds fulfil. Exit. Scene 2 the house of antiphilus of ephesus enter adriana and luciana ah luciana did he tempt thee so might thou perceive austerely in his eye that he did plead in earnest yea or no looked he red or pale or sad or merrily what observation madest thou in this case of his heart's meteors tilting in his face first he denied you had in him no right he meant he did me none, the more my spite. Then swore he that he was a stranger here. And true he swore, though yet forsworn he were. Then pleaded I for you. And what said he? That love I begged for you he begged of me. With what persuasion did he tempt thy love? With words that in an honest suit might move. First he did praise my beauty, then my speech. Didst speak him fair? Have patience, I beseech. I cannot, nor I will not hold me still. My tongue, though not my heart, shall have his will. He is deformed, crooked, old and sere, ill-faced, worse-bodied, shapeless everywhere. Vicious, ungentle, foolish, blunt, unkind, stigmatical in making, worse in mind. Who would be jealous, then, of such a one? No evil lost is wailed when it is gone. Ah, but I think him better than I say. 
and yet what here in others' eyes were worse. Far from her nest the lapwing cries away, my heart prays for him though my tongue do curse. Enter Dromeo of Syracuse. Here, go, the desk, the purse, sweet, now make haste. How hast thou lost thy breath? By running fast. Where is thy master, Dromeo? Is he well? No, he's in Tartar limbo worse than hell. A devil in an everlasting garment hath him, one whose hard heart is buttoned up with steel, a fiend, a fury, pitiless and rough, a wolf, nay worse, a fellow all in buff, a black friend, a shoulder-clapper, one that countermands the passages of alleys, creeks, and narrow lands, a hound that runs counter, and yet draws dry foot well, one that before the judgment carries poor souls to hell. Why, man, what is the matter? I do not know the matter. He is rested on the case. What is he arrested? Tell me at whose suit. I know not at whose suit he is arrested well, but he's in a suit of buff which rested him. That I can tell. Would you send him, Mistress Redemption, the money in his desk? Go fetch it, sister. Exit Luciana. This I wonder at, that he, unknown to me, should be in debt. Tell me, was he arrested on a band? Not on a band, but on a stronger thing. A chain. A chain. Do you not hear it ring? What? The chain? No, no, the bell. Tis time that I were gone. It was two ere I left him, and now the clock strikes one. The hours come back that did I never hear. Oh, yes, if any hour meet a sergeant, a turns back for very fear. As if time were in debt, how fondly dost thou reason. Time is a very bankrupt, and owes more than he's worth to season. Nay, he's a thief, too. Have you not heard men say the time comes stealing on by night and day? If time be in debt and theft, and a sergeant in the way, hath he not reason to turn back an hour in a day? Re-enter Luciana with a purse. Go, Dromeo, there's the money, bear it straight, and bring thy master home immediately. Come, sister, I am pressed down with conceit. Conceit my comfort and my injury. Exempt. Scene three. A public place. Enter Antiphilus of Syracuse. There's not a man I meet but doth salute me as if I were their well-acquainted friend. And every one doth call me by my name. Some tender money to me, some invite me. Some other give me thanks for kindnesses. Some offer me commodities to buy. Even now a tailor called me in his shop and showed me silks that he had bought for me, and therewithal took measure of my body. Sure, these are but imaginary wiles, and Lapland sorcerers inhabit here. Enter Dromeo of Syracuse. Master, here's the gold you sent me for. What have you got the picture of old Adam you apparelled? What gold is this? What Adam dost thou mean? Not that Adam that kept the paradise, but that Adam that keeps the prison. He that goes in the calf's skin that was killed for the prodigal, that he came behind you, sir, like an evil angel, and bid you forsake your liberty. I understand thee not. No? Why, tis a plain case. He that went like a base viol in a case of leather, the man, sir, that, when gentlemen are tired, gives them a sob and rests them. He, sir, that takes pity on decayed men and gives them suits of durance. He that sets up his rest to do more exploits than his mace than a Morris Pike. What, thou meanest an officer? Ay, sir, the sergeant of the band. He that brings any man to answer if that breaks his band. One that thinks a man always going to bed and says, God give you good rest. Well, sir, their rest in your foolery, is there any— Why, sir, I brought you word an hour since that the bark expedition put forth to-night. 
and then were you hindered by the sergeant to tarry for the hoy delay here are the angels that you sent for to deliver you the fellow is distract and so am i and here we wander in illusions some blessed power deliver us from hence enter a courtesan well met well met master antiphilus i see sir you have found the goldsmith now is that the chain you promised me to-day satan avoid i charge thee tempt me not master is this mistress satan it is the devil nay she is worse she is the devil's dam and here she comes in the habit of a light wench and thereof comes that wenches say god damn me that's as much to say god make me a light wench it is written they appear to men like angels of light light is an effect of fire and fire will burn ergo light wenches will burn come not near her your man and you are marvellous merry sir will you go with me we'll mend our dinner here master if you do expect spoon meat or bespeak a long spoon why dromeo marry he must have a long spoon that must eat with the devil avoid then fiend what tellst thou me of supping thou art as you are all a sorceress i conjure thee to leave me and be gone give me the ring of mine you had at dinner or for my diamond the chain you promised and i'll be gone sir and not trouble you some devils ask but the parings of one's nail a rush a hair a drop of blood a pin a nut a cherry stone but she more covetous would have a chain master be wise and if you give it to her the devil will shake her chain and fright us with it i pray you sir my ring or else the chain i hope you do not mean to cheat me so avaunt thou witch come dromio let us go fly pride says the peacock mistress that you know Exeunt antiphilus of syracuse and dromio of syracuse now out of doubt antiphilus is mad else would he never so demean himself a ring he hath of mine worth forty ducats and for the same he promised me a chain both one and other he denies me now the reason that i gather he is mad besides this present instance of his rage is a mad tale he told to-day at dinner of his own doors being shut against his entrance bleak his wife acquainted with his fits on purpose shut the doors against his way my way is now to hie home to his house and tell his wife that being lunatic he'd rushed into my house and took perforce my ring away this course i fittest choose for forty ducats is too much to lose exit scene four a street enter antiphilus of ephesus and the officer fear me not man i will not break away i'll give thee ere i leave thee so much money to warrant thee as i am rested for my wife is in a wayward mood to-day and will not lightly trust the messenger that i should be attached in ephesus i tell you twill sound harshly in her ears enter dromio of ephesus with a rope's end here comes my man i think he brings the money how now sir have you that i sent you for here's that i warrant you will pay them all but where's the money why sir i gave the money for the rope five hundred ducats villain for a rope i'll serve you sir five hundred at the rate to what end did i bid thee home to a rope's end sir and to that end am i returned and to that end sir i will welcome you beating him good sir be patient nay tis for me to be patient 
I am in adversity. Good now, hold thy tongue. Nay, rather persuade him to hold his hands. Thou whore, son, senseless villain! I would I were senseless, sir, that I might not feel your blows. Thou art sensible in nothing but blows, and so is an ass. I am an ass, indeed. You may prove it by my long ears. I have served him from the hour of my nativity to this instant, and have nothing at his hands for my service but blows. When I am cold, he heats me with beating. When I am warm, he calls me with beating. I am waked with it when I sleep, raised with it when I sit, driven out of doors with it when I go from home, welcomed home with it when I return. Nay, I bear it on my shoulders as a beggar want her brat. And, I think, when he hath lamed me, I shall beg with it from door to door. Come, go along. My wife is coming yonder. Enter Adriana, Luciana, the courtesan, and Pinch. Mistress, respice finem, respect your end, or rather, the prophecy like the parrot, beware the rope's end. Wilt thou still talk? Beating him. How say you now? Is not your husband mad? His incivility confirms no less. Good Dr. Pinch, you are a conjurer. Establish him in his true sense again, and I will please you what you will demand. Alas, how fiery and how sharp he looks! Mark, how he trembles in his ecstasy. Give me your hand, and let me feel your pulse. <laughs> there is my hand, and let it feel your ear. Striking him. I charge thee, Satan, housed within this man, to yield possession to my holy prayers, and to thy state of darkness hie thee straight. I conjure thee by all the saints in heaven. Peace, doting wizard, peace! I am not mad. Oh, that thou wert not poor distressed so. You minion, you, are these your customers? Did this companion with the saffron face revel and feasted at my house to-day, whilst upon me the guilty doors were shut, and I denied to enter in my house? Oh, husband, God doth know you dined at home. Where would you have remained until this time, free from these slanders and this open shame? Dined at home? Thou villain, what sayest thou? Sir, sooth to say, you did not dine at home. Were not my doors locked up and I shut out? Purdy, your doors were locked and you shut out. And did not she herself revile me there? Son's fable, she herself reviled you there. Did not her kitchen-maid rail, taunt, and scorn me? Certes she did. The kitchen vestal scorned you. And did not I, in rage, depart from thence? In verity you did. My bones bear witness that since I felt the vigour of his rage. It's good to soothe him in these contraries. It is no shame. The fellow finds his vein, and yielding to him humours well his frenzy. Thou hast suborned the goldsmith to arrest me. Alas, I sent you money to redeem you by Dromeo here, who came in haste for it. Money by me? Heart and good will you might, but surely, master, not a rag of money. Went'st not thou to her for a purse of ducats? He came to me, and I delivered it. And I am witness with her that she did. God and the rope-maker bear me witness that I was sent for nothing but a rope. Mistress, both man and master is possessed. 
i know it by their pale and deadly looks they must be bound and laid in some dark room say wherefore didst thou lock me forth to-day and why dost thou deny the bag of gold i did not gentle husband lock thee forth and gentle master i received no gold but i confess sir that we were locked out dissembling villain thou speak'st false in both dissembling harlot thou art false in all and art confederate with a damned pack to make a loathsome abject scorn of me but with these nails i'll pluck out these false eyes that would behold in me this shameful sport enter three or four and offer to bind him he strives oh bind him bind him let him not come near me more company the fiend is strong within him ay me poor man how pale and wan he looks what will you murder me thou jailer thou i am thy prisoner wilt thou suffer them to make a rescue masters let him go he is my prisoner and you shall not have him go bind this man for he is frantic too they offer to bind dromio of ephesus what wilt thou do thou peevish officer hast thou delight to see a wretched man do outrage and displeasure to himself he is my prisoner if i let him go the debt he owes will be required of me i will discharge thee ere i go from thee bear me forthwith unto his creditor and knowing how the debt grows i will pay it good master doctor see him safe conveyed home to my house a most unhappy day o oh, most unhappy strumpet master i am here entered in bond for you out on thee villain wherefore dost thou mad me will you be bound for nothing be mad good master cry the devil god help poor souls how idly do they talk go bear him hence sister go you with me excellent all but adriana luciana officer and courtesan say now whose suit is he arrested at one angelo a goldsmith do you know him i know the man what's the sum he owes two hundred ducats say how grows it due due for a chain your husband had of him he did bespeak a chain for me but had it not when as your husband all enraged to-day came to my house and took away my ring the ring i saw upon his finger now straight after did i meet him with a chain it may be so but i did never see it come jailer bring me where the goldsmith is i long to know the truth thereof at large enter antiphilus of syracuse with his rapier drawn and dromio of syracuse god for thy mercy they are loose again and come with naked swords let's call more help to have them bound again away they'll kill us exeunt all but antiphilus of syracuse and dromio of syracuse i see these witches are afraid of swords she that would be your wife now ran from you come to the centaur fetch our stuff from thence i long that we were safe and sound aboard faith stay here this night they will surely do us no harm you saw they speak us fair give us gold methinks they are such a gentle nation that but for the mountain of mad flesh that claims marriage of me i could find in my heart to stay here still and turn witch i will not stay to-night for all the town therefore away to get our stuff aboard Excellent. end of act four